This is the Big Man in Training Podcast, episode number two, Diets and Dieting. Recording from the Big D, Dallas, Texas, this is the Big Man in Training Show a weekly podcast dedicated to helping you become the healthiest and most fit person you can be. This is the show designed to help motivate you to lose weight the right way. And now, here's your host, shedding those pounds right alongside you, the big man in training himself, Eric Dickey. Hello, and welcome to the Big Man in Training podcast. I'm the big man in training, Eric Dickey, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining me today. This is episode two, and we're talking about diets and dieting today. And I want to give you a brief overview of what the show is going to look like today. First, I need to do some housekeeping for you. I have some exciting announcements that I'm very proud of that I'd like to uh, tell you all about. Then we're going to talk about. dieting, the types of diets that are out there, what it's like to be on a diet, which I realize for the majority of you listening out there is something that you already know about, but we'll dive into it as well. Then we're going to talk about choosing a diet. What diet is actually correct for you? And then finally, we'll go into me personally and the diet plan that I've chosen. So I want to start off with just a little disclaimer here. One, I'm not a paid spokesperson for anything I talk about. I'm not getting any money from any of the products, any of the plans, anything that I mention on here or endorse. I do so because I've chosen to use these. I'm not getting paid. The second thing I need to say right off is that I'm not a professional. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a professional trainer. I'm simply a guy who is working to lose weight, to to share his journey, and to hopefully bring you all along with me so that you can share in your own journeys of losing weight. And now that the disclaimers are out of the way, some exciting announcements. You can now find the Big Man in Training podcast on iTunes, the Google Play Store, and Stitcher.com. I'm very proud of this. I wasn't expecting this to happen right away, but they have put these on these stores And so now you can use the device of your choice, be it an iPhone, iPad, iPod, uh, an Android device of some sort, your PC, however you would like to listen to the podcast, you now have your choice to do so. I uh, highly encourage you to go to one of those three options or even my website, bigmanintraining.com, and subscribe to this podcast. And if you would, I would greatly appreciate it if you would give me a rating, whether it's a one star up to a five star, just let me know how I'm doing. 
and I would greatly appreciate feedback from you. You can reach me at eric at bigmanintraining.com. Shoot me an email and let me know how things are going with you as well. One of these days, I want to do a question and answer session, and I can't do that unless I actually have questions. So let's talk about diets. And we all know that diet is this big, bad, four-letter word nobody wants to speak of, nobody wants to talk about, nobody wants to think about. After all, who wants to deprive yourself of things that you enjoy? And we all enjoy eating. I'm sure we do. I know I do. That's the reason why I'm fat. One of the reasons, anyway. But if you want to lose weight, you have to have a caloric deficit. You have to restrict the amount of calories that you intake. And the only way to do that other than starving yourself and not eating whatsoever, is by dieting. You know, there's no magic pill to weight loss. There's no magic plan. There's no wishing upon a star, getting three wishes from a genie, none of that. What's going to happen is you're going to have to do it with hard work, and that includes exercise, and in our case today, talking about dieting. Now, there are several types of diets out there on the market. There are your high-protein diets, which is exactly what it says. Most of your intake is nothing but protein. You have your low-carb, no-carb options. Uh, you have your high-carb options, believe it or not. You have your points system, such as Weight Watchers. And you also have your food delivery services, uh, such as Jenny Craig or Nutrisystem, things of that nature. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to talk about five of these types, just briefly, answering a few questions. One is, who makes the diet plan? How much does it cost you? How easy is it to follow? How restrictive is it? What's the best use of the diet? And for most, for most intensive purposes, the best use of all of these diets is simply to lose weight. And the last question to ask is, well, will you lose weight on these diets? And again, we can answer that question with a simple yes, with the caveat of if you follow the rules of the diet, if you have a caloric deficit, if you maintain an active lifestyle, if you have exercise in that lifestyle, then yes, you should lose weight on any of these plans that we discuss here. So the first one I want to talk about is called the DASH plan, D-A-S-H. And this is done by the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute. Now it's free. And by free, I mean you can find just about 99.9% .9 of the information about this plan online. Now, how easy is it to follow? There's lots of reading to do. Lots of reading on this plan. I'm going to put some note, I'm going to put some links in the notes for this podcast. So if you're interested in this plan, go to the, go and click the links and read to your heart's desire. Now, is it restrictive? Well, 
Yes, actually, it is restrictive. It's going to ask you to give up fatty foods. It's going to ask you to give up your sugary foods, your salty foods. Uh, alcohol is restricted. You're asked to restrict alcohol to one drink a day, whether that's a 12-ounce beer, a 5-ounce glass of wine, or a 1.5-ounce shot of liquor. Now, what's the best use of this plan? You would think it would be losing weight, but losing weight is actually a side effect of this plan. What most people have with this plan is to lower their blood pressure. So if you've got high blood pressure, if you have heart issues, then you need to talk to your doctor about possibly going on the DASH plan. Now, the second plan I want to talk about is called the Mediterranean diet. And this has been around for thousands of years. This is not a traditional plan that somebody goes out and made and sells, although there are probably dozens to hundreds of books based on this plan that are for sale. There are hundreds of websites based on this plan that you can go to, and once again, we'll have links for you. But mostly this diet is based upon the thousands of years of the lifestyles of the people of the Mediterranean areas. So you've got your Grecians, your Romans, um, or your Italians uh, in that entire area. They've done lots of studies of these people groups, and they've discovered that, hey, most of these people are extremely healthy. They're not as obese as the rest of the world. What's going on? So let's study them. What do they eat? What do they do? And they've come up with a pyramid for the food groups that you can have. Now, this diet does not ban any food groups. It does not ban alcohol. Matter of fact, one of the things about this plan is that it encourages you to drink red wine. Not in abundance. Don't go get drunk saying, hey, I can, I can get drunk because I'm on the Mediterranean diet. You can't. But you can have a glass or two every day of red wine. Now, they don't say anything about white wine, but they do like you to do red wine. Now, the pyramid, when you look at the top of the pyramid going down, the very top is red meat. So if you like your steak, if you like your uh, barbecue, your ribeye, whatever, this may not be the diet for you because it, it will restrict the intake of how much red meat you can have. It prefers you to go further down and have more things like poultry, but especially fish. Um, you go down to your fruits, your vegetables, your beans, your nuts, and then at the very bottom you have bread, pasta, whole grains, and potatoes. So this, this to me is more of a higher carb diet. The best use, of course, is to lose weight and to keep it off. And one of the claims is that you're going to avoid a host of chronic diseases with this. Once again, are you going to lose weight? Follow the plan, and yes, you should. The next one we're going to talk about is the Mayo Clinic's diet. Now, you can tell by the name of the diet, this is made by the Mayo Clinic. I would say that this is a free diet. However, you're going to have to go out to your favorite bookstore, whether it's an ebook or a physical book in your hand. You're going to have to go out and buy the book that explains how to do this. Now, I'm not saying that this information is not readily available online. I'm sure it is. 
But to get to the source of the plan, you need to go buy the book. And there are several books available. There's a book for your basic plan. There's a book for the diabetic. There's a book for journaling. Uh, so this could get a little pricey, you know, anywhere from 40, 50, 60 to a couple of hundred based upon where you're buying your, your books from. The premise of the plan and how easy is it to follow is that you have two phases. You have a lose it and a live it plan. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of combine the how easy is it to follow with how restrictive is it with this particular plan. In the lose it phase, you're going to have a healthy breakfast. You're going to have lots of fruits and vegetables. You're going to have whole grains, healthy fats, and you're going to be doing at least a minimum of 30 minutes of physical activity a day, whether that's walking around the block, jogging around the block, doing yard work, doing housework, uh, lifting weights, whatever. You have to have some sort of a physical activity for a minimum of 30 minutes. The next thing is that you're going to ban yourself from eating while watching TV or, and I will add this, sitting in front of a computer doing work. You're going to ban sugar, except for what is found in fruit. You're going to ban snacking, except on fruits and vegetables. You're going to ban consuming too much meat and full-fat dairy, and you're going to ban eating out unless the food you order follows the rules of this diet plan. Now, if you're really motivated with this, you're going to adopt the bonus habits that it wants you to do, such as keeping a journal of your food, your drink, your activity, your goals. It's going to say, I want you to exercise for 60 or more minutes a day. And it's going to want you to stop eating all of the processed foods that you normally would. It wants you to eat what they call real food. Now, they're also going to say alcohol is not allowed during this phase. So if you like to drink, once again, may not be the plan for you, but this is something that you have to keep in mind. A lot of what they're saying for this plan is common sense. And a lot of what they're saying for this plan is exactly what you need to do on a diet to lose weight. The second phase is the live it phase. And what you're going to do is you're going to take what you learned in the first phase, the lose it phase, but you're occasionally allowed to break the rules. You're also going to have to calculate the number of calories you eat, but it's not based on each individual thing you take in. It's based upon your servings. So if you have, say, a 1,400-calorie plan, you're going to have four or more servings of fruits and vegetables. You're going to have five servings of carbs, four servings of protein and dairy, and three of fat. And we'll talk about servings later on. So the best use of this plan is to lose weight. Will it help you lose weight? Will you lose weight? If you follow their rules, if you follow their guidelines, you should, yes. The next thing we're going to talk about is Weight Watchers, and that's done by Weight Watchers International. Now, I'm sure just about 95% of the entire world has heard of Weight Watchers in some form or fashion. This has been on the market for a number of years. It's been studied by several groups. It does work. 
it has been proven to work if you follow the plan. So we'll just go ahead and answer the question, will you lose weight, with a yes, you will lose weight if you follow their plan. Let's talk about how much it costs, though. Weight Watchers can get costly. First of all, they have several options. You can do an online plan only, which is $19.95 a month. You can go to meetings, which are $44.95 per month, or you can pay as you go to the meetings. They have something called Total Access, which is $69.95 a month that includes all of the online meetings and personal coaching. So how easy is it to follow this diet plan? Well, if you can count, you can follow it. You have a specific number of points allocated to each day, depending upon your sex, your weight, your activity level, and for women, whether or not you're nursing or you're pregnant. And you have a pool of points that you can pull from during the week should you go over your allotted daily points. Now, I don't recommend you do that. So is it restrictive? No, this is not restrictive at all in my opinion. You can literally eat whatever you want. You can drink whatever you want, again in moderation, again subscribing to the point value of each thing that you put into your mouth. So fruits and vegetables are free. You can eat all you want to of that. And the best use of it is once again for weight loss and after you lose the weight for maintenance. The last thing I want to talk about, the last plan, is the Jenny Craig plan. And you could basically substitute uh, Nutrisystem or any other, you know, feed what I call a feed me plan into this category. But we're going to look at Jenny Craig specifically. This is done by the Jenny Craig company. Uh, how much is it? Well, it's there's a $99 enrollment fee. It's at least $19.99 a month for the all access program. Now, if you do the Jenny as you go program. It's only $39.99 a month, and there's no enrollment fee. The problem with that is that none of this, none of this counts towards your food cost. And you're going to have food cost. Food is going to be shipped to you. You're going to choose what foods you want. And during this time on this plan, that's basically what you're going to eat. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks desserts. It's all made by the Jenny Craig company and it's shipped to you. Food can cost anywhere from 15 upwards to 25 or $30 a day. And I'll be honest, I don't know if shipping is included with that. Is it restrictive? Well, to a point, yes, it is. First of all, alcohol and caffeine are allowed, but they're allowed in the severe moderation, especially at the beginning of the program. Jenny Craig wants you to limit the alcohol to almost none. Can you eat out on this plan? You can, but you're encouraged to compensate that with extra exercise. So once again, this is a diet plan that incorporates exercise. So how easy is it to follow? 
Well, it's as, it's as easy as sitting on your couch waiting for the doorbell to ring for the shipper of choice to drop off your allotted shipment of food for that week. It is a time saver. You're not going to have to plan your meals. You're not going to have to shop for your meals. And the cooking your food is basically microwaving it or cooking it in the oven. It's that easy. And the best use of this plan, once again, is weight loss. Now, are you going to lose weight on it? Follow the plan, eat their food, along with appropriate exercise. Yes, you are most definitely going to lose weight on this. So let's shift gears. Let's talk about being on a diet. So you've done your research. You've looked at plans. Maybe you've clicked on the links in the show notes and you've decided, well, okay, I'm going to choose plan X. What do I do now? Well, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to read everything you can about it. If you haven't already done so, and you're going to figure out what it's going to take to stick to it. Now, I want to give you some pointers, just some generic pointers, if I could, about being on a diet. And the first part of that is what I call the inverted pyramid. Um, you may have heard of this as referred to the King Noble Peasant Theory. And what this is, is that you eat your biggest meal at the beginning of the day. Then you have a another meal that's not so big for lunch. And then at dinner, you have a smallish meal. So you eat like a king or a queen at breakfast. You have a huge breakfast, a large breakfast. This not only helps you fuel for the entire day, it brings your body up to a, it brings your body to a point to where it can burn these calories. It wants to burn these calories. At lunch, you eat like a noble. So your meal is not quite as big. Maybe it doesn't have the same things. Once again, you're still going with portions here, and we'll talk about portions here in a few. And then at the end of the day, at dinner, what you're going to want to do is you're going to have what I would call a commoner's meal. Now, this doesn't mean you go have, you know, bread and cheese or soup in a bread bowl, although you can. I'm saying that this is going to be just a smaller meal. As you're winding down your day, your body is getting ready to rest. It's getting ready to go to sleep. And instead of burning calories like you would when you're active during the day, it's going to absorb those calories. And this would be the time that if you eat a large meal at night, it will more than likely go towards your fat stores than it will towards muscle or energy. So that pyramid segues into the importance of breakfast. Now, if you're like me, you're rushing like mad in the mornings to get ready to go to work. You have traffic you have to deal with. Maybe you have to feed dogs, feed cats, feed the baby, take out trash, do whatever. Get the kids off to school. Breakfast is normally rushed. Normally, you'll pick up some sort of a breakfast bar, protein bar if you're lucky. You grab an apple, grab a banana. Sometimes it's as simple as I'm having a cup of coffee that's breakfast, and that shouldn't happen. 
what you need to do is you need to take the time, not in your car, not in front of your computer, but sit down and have a breakfast. And if you follow the inverted pyramid, you're going to have a larger than normal breakfast. Maybe you have a couple of eggs, you have uh, strips of bacon, ham, whatever. But it needs to be a good breakfast. It needs to be a healthy breakfast. I'm not saying going, you know, go out, grab a big bowl, pour a, a bowl full of uh, sugary cereal topped with whole milk, and have, that's breakfast. You're going to come crashing down about 9 o'clock in the morning. You're going to be tired. You're going to be sleepy. And what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to have a pick-me-up, which is going to be more caffeine, which is going to get you jittery, which is going to make you hungry, and it's a vicious cycle. So have a good breakfast. Breakfast is important. Don't skip this meal. Don't skip any meal for that, but especially don't skip breakfast. Let's go to portions. If you were to look at the history of a plate of food at a restaurant from, say, 1920 to 1950 to 1970 to today, you're going to see the portions remain the same to about 1970, and then from about 1970 on, they started getting larger and larger and extra-sized and super-sized me to what we're eating today. These portions are huge. They're humongous. You go to any restaurant, go to Olive Garden, for instance, order a plate of spaghetti. You're going to start consuming anywhere from 1,500 to 3,000 calories in one setting. When you factor in breadsticks, when you factor in butter, you factor in the salad, then let's throw in a dessert. Maybe you've got 4,500 to 6,000 calories. You've just had the equivalent of three days worth of meals in that one sitting. So what's a correct portion size? Once again, do your homework. I'm going to have links in the show notes. I highly encourage you to click on those links, take a look at the images, print the images that show these sizes, carry a pocket size with you. This way that you know what it is you should be eating. For a protein, you need to be doing between three and four ounces. I sometimes do up to six ounces at a time. So about the size of a deck of cards, maybe larger. It's going to depend on your individual person. What works for me may not work for you. Keep that in mind. What works for you may not work for your spouse and vice versa. A serving of vegetables normally is about a cup, and a cup is going to be your hand curled up into a cup shape. That's about a cup. Now, if you're at home and you're inclined to do so, and I do this, my wife does this a lot, we'll use the actual serving set, and we'll pull out the the serving cup, the one cup serving, dip it into whatever we want to eat, and put it on the plate. That's the serving. This allows you to say, I consumed one, two, or X amount of cups of whatever it is you're eating. Same thing with pasta. A serving of pasta for especially spaghetti is about two ounces. That's not a lot. It's not what you're used to. It's not what people show on TV. Remember, 
people in ever in advertising are meant to sell you things and the more you eat the more you're gonna buy the more you're gonna want it the more you're gonna go back so portion control is critical to being on a diet and being successful on a diet if you think of a piece of fruit think of a tennis ball something about that size now I'm not saying that you can't have a grapefruit you can't have a large orange you can most of these diets fruits and vegetables should be free and if they're not then plan accordingly uh, let's talk about cheat days what exactly is a cheat day well in my opinion and once again take this with a grain of salt unless you have high blood pressure then take it with a grain of pepper a cheat day is going to be a day in which you're rewarding yourself for doing so well on your diet that you're not going to be on a diet for that day now is that the right thing to do that's up to you individually I normally don't do a cheat day I used to when I was dieting in the past I would go okay I've been on this diet for a week now I can reward myself and I can eat whatever the heck I want to eat all day long and in my opinion I've just ruined my diet for the week all that progress I've made is now gone so what I will do is one day a week for one meal for that day I will have a cheat meal and at that point yes I'm going to eat whatever I want within reason I'm not going to go out and have a 6,000 calorie meal but I may have a 12 ounce steak with a baked potato and maybe 20 30 minutes later I will have a small dessert or I may have a piece of cheesecake I may have something that's my cheat meal and what that's going to do is that's going to satisfy the cravings that is built up during this time you've been on the diet and it's going to reset that craving clock and trust me if you've been on a diet you know you will crave I'm on a diet right now and yes I crave so do you want to do a cheat meal do you want to do a cheat day I leave it up to you I do recommend at least one meal a week to be a cheat meal now if that is gonna throw you completely off your diet don't do it don't do it if it will not then I recommend it one thing I am gonna recommend that you do is you drink lots and lots of water drink 64 ounces of water a day that is going to be a lot for some people most people their intake of liquid consists of coke Pepsi dr. pepper diet cokes diet sodas whatever it could be coffee it could be beer wine liquor I'm not asking you to give up I'm asking you to substitute drink water I honestly can't go a day without coffee I have to have four eight ounce cups of coffee a day and those are in the very early mornings now will I have a decaf in the afternoon or evening every once in a while yes I will and I will record in my diet plan I will record the 
Splenda that I use or the Truvia that I use, and I will record the little bit of creamer that I put in there. Those are calories and those count. But what I will do is I will drink anywhere from eight to sometimes as many as 10 to 15 eight ounce glasses of water a day. It helps flush out your system, it keeps you hydrated, and it will help you stay full if you drink water before a meal, during a meal, and after a meal. That is something that is recommended not just by me, but by professionals. So what happens if you fail? What if you fail a day or what if you fail a meal? It's okay. Everybody fails. I fail. I failed last week when they brought in a, a blueberry cheesecake to work. And I'm not too proud to say, you know what? Yep, I had a piece of it. Matter of fact, I had a piece of it on two consecutive days and then said no more. But I counted that in my diet plan and I made up for it. So if you fail, and you will fail, pick yourself up, dust yourself off, say it's okay, and move forward. So let's move on to choosing a diet plan for you. Now, the one that I've chosen, and I'll reveal that here in a few minutes, the one I've chosen may not be the right one for you. The ones that we've gone over may not be the right ones for you. Do your research. Go online. Use Google. Use Bing. Use Yahoo Search. Whatever. Search engine of your choice. Click on the links I'm going to provide in my show notes. Read up. Do your homework. Not every diet plan is created equally. If you don't like to cook, if you don't like to shop, then maybe Nutrisystem or Jenny Craig or some other diet plan like that is for you. If you like steak or you like to eat lots and lots of meat and fish, high protein, low carb may be your way to go. If you think that Weight Watchers and, and a point system is your way to go, do that. What I will say is this, before you start any diet plan whatsoever, talk to your doctor. Put that in big bold highlight somewhere. Talk to your doctor. Make sure that the plan you choose is the right one for you for your current state of health. I talk to my doctor and I talk to him regularly and you know we chit chat he knows about this he's all for it and he said that this plan that I chose was the right one for me. So once again don't go willy-nilly and make a decision based upon something I say do it upon yourself. Do your homework, talk to your doctor, make a choice, but choose a plan. If you're listening to this podcast, then my assumption is you have weight to lose. Be it 10 pounds, 20, 50, 100, 200, whatever it is, you need to lose weight just like I'm doing. And to do that, you're going to have to be on a diet. Yes, it's still that four-letter word we don't like to talk about, but you're going to have to do it. So do your homework, choose a plan but talk to your doctor before you choose that plan to make sure it's the right one. Um, let's move on to what I chose. So drum roll, and I chose Weight Watchers. Why did I choose Weight Watchers? 
Well, first of all, I'm not a spokesperson for for Weight Watchers. I don't get paid for it. I have to pay for it. I just like I like it. Uh, I did it in the past, and I chose to go to meetings. Now, I'll be brutally honest here. I failed. I stunk at this. I couldn't handle going to the meetings, weighing in front of a bunch of people, even though the weighing ins are, uh, you know, they're they're private. They have a screen around you. The only people who see you weigh are yourself and the person who is writing down the numbers. And they do keep track. I couldn't do that. The second reason that I failed at going to meetings, and forgive me if this sounds sexist, but Weight Watchers is geared primarily towards women. Very rarely do you see a male at a Weight Watchers meeting. If you pick up a Weight Watchers magazine, look at the advertisements in it. It's geared towards a woman. And I'm okay with that. I like the system. I like what they've done. So I chose to do the online system. I am at my computer for many hours a day. It is very easy for me to eat my meal, go online to WeightWatchers.com, log in, log my log the points for what I've eaten, and move on. Now they had when I signed up, they had a, a special going on for forty nine ninety five. You got the first three months free. You got two one or two coaching sessions. And that's what I chose. And I can tell you that I started off at 63 points a day and 42 points for a pool of points that I could pull from during the week if I went over. I've only done that twice, and you can guess those days. Those were the days I had cheesecake. So I'm currently down from 63 points to 58 points, so I have lost weight. I've lost 25 pounds on this plan. So, yes, it works. It works for me. Once again, is it the plan for you? I can't answer that. Only you can. But I have chosen Weight Watchers, and that's the plan that I will mostly talk about. Once again, I don't get paid for this. I just like the plan. So we're going to end that here. This is episode two that we're ending, diets. If you have questions or concerns or comments, please email me. I would love to hear from you. My email address is eric, E-R-I-C, at bigmanintraining.com. That's all one word. Or you can go to the website, bigmanintraining.com, and click on the email link, and you can email me that way. I'm also available on Twitter with the symbol at bigmantraining. I am on Facebook. Big Man in Training is the page. I am on Pinterest. In case you would like to see the pictures that I will be posting to Pinterest, I will have links as well. So please, come hit me up. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think about this podcast. Once again, I'm on iTunes, the Google Play Store, and Stitcher.com, as well as you can hear this on my website, Give me a listen, give me a subscribe, give me a rating, whether it's a one or a five, I would love to know what you think. This is Eric Dickey, thank you for listening.
Thank you for listening to the Big Money Training Show with Eric Dickey. If you like what you've just heard, we hope you'll pass along our web address, bigmanintraining.com, to your friends. Be sure to check out the podcast page on our website for our previous shows. This has been an Eric Dickey production. Please join us next week for another edition of the Big Man and Training Show.